Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello, Politics by Faith audience. Thank you for being here. Uh, this clip that we're going to play for you here is the final closing thoughts of a special that we did on the TV show, on The First TV. And you can watch it on thefirsttv.com slash support. And you can join us over there. And it was about the, the killing of Jesus. And you're like, well, hold on. What, first of all, what does that have to do with Christmas? Well, a lot. Um, we talked about King Herod who wanted to kill Jesus as soon as he was born, which led to the murdering of every zero to two-year-old in Bethlehem. The, the massacre of the innocents. Unbelievable. Right from the beginning, the Magi wanted to worship Jesus and King Herod wanted to kill him. So that was one of the themes of the special is you got to pick a side and pick one right now. So we talked about King Herod who wanted to kill Jesus. We talked about the Pharisees who wanted to kill Jesus many times. We talked about just random crowds of people wherever Jesus would go. Uh, they'd, they'd want to pick up stones and stone them or they'd bring him to the cliff. They want to throw him off the cliff. Like people wanted to murder Jesus all the time. It's unbelievable. And then of course we wrapped up with uh, Pontius Pilate and that whole scene of Barabbas and and all that. And we talked about the, the Roman hierarchy of power that led to Pontius Pilate being where he was and why he was hesitant to uh, sentence Jesus to the crucifixion and how the mob wanted to do it anyway at all costs. And why? Like, what, what was the Pharisees' motivation again? We talked all about that. And then we talked with a great man, a wonderful Bible scholar, Reverend Ben Johnson, to give us more detail into all that. So all that is available on the TV, uh, the, uh, the first tv.com slash support. You can watch it all. But these were our, our final concluding thoughts about growing up uh, out of Sunday school baby version and visions of Jesus and of the Bible. Enjoy. Main thing I wanted to get from this special was to push aside this picture of Sunday school Jesus. It's great for my six and four and two year old. That's all like awesome. Um, but we gotta move on from that. We gotta grow up. We gotta grow up from the, the little kids' stories of the Bible where Noah's Ark is cartoon giraffes and, and happy elephants, stuff like that. The Bible's not full of fun little nursery rhymes. I mean, and it's, this is good. Like Paul talks about feeding new Christians like milk. You start with like spiritual milk. And then he talks about solid food. And it's time we all grow up to some solid food. Get rid of those old images in your head of the goofiness of like, like cartoon. You, know I mean? you know what I mean? The cartoon arc and stuff like that. And read the Bible like an adult. Read it like an adult. The, the, the quote I was quoting a second ago was the Luke uh, 1251 when Jesus said, Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. Division. From now on, there will be five in one family divided against each other, three against two, two against three, all the rest, right? Again, Magi, King Herod, right? Magi worshiping Jesus. Herod wanting to kill him right in the beginning. You got to pick a side. This idea that Jesus brings people together, and I guess as the Reverend was saying, like both are true. If you choose to make him Lord of your life, and so do I, then we have that in common. There's unity now between us when maybe there wouldn't have been in the past. That's fantastic. But uh, if not, then no. <laughs> Jesus is oil to the world's vinegar. We have to graduate from Sunday school Jesus and know every facet 
of him and the Bible. Stop with this baby Jesus, uh, this, this version of Jesus carrying the lamb. Wake up to the Revelation version of Jesus, the, Re- the Jesus that he is today. Revelation 1.9, give it a read. With eyes burning like fire and a thundering voice with stars in his hand and a sword coming out of his mouth. His entire face like the sun shining at full strength. Right? So when people think, if you just say Jesus, like the first thing people think of is like the baby maybe or like a lowly carpenter kind of guy. Like, no, no, no. Look at the revelation, Jesus. John said, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Every knee will bow. One way or the other. We have this kumbaya Jesus in our head, right? But Luke eleven twenty three, 23, he who is not with me is against me. It's not very uniting. When they would accuse Jesus of casting out demons in the name of Satan. <laughs> but that's where Jesus said, uh, that's the scene right there about dividing. Where uh, Jesus, right before that, he says, a house divided itself cannot stand. A house divided against itself cannot stand. That's the line that Abraham Lincoln took, of course, to talk about the United States of America with slavery. That's where he got it from this section of Luke, from Jesus' own words. Isn't that amazing? But the line right after, a house divided against itself cannot stand, is he who is not with me is against me. I think one reason, one of many reasons, why people don't want to be a Christian or don't want to uh, read any more into it is because they think the Bible is just too kiddie. It's too kiddie. It's like Coco Melon. It's like, it's like this like goofy little Sunday school story. It's like, it's like Santa and Sunday school. And like, I don't need to, I, like, I got it. I arc animals. Okay, cool. It's like, no, no, no. It's way more than that. It's serious stuff. Get serious. Think about life and death. You only get one. Mike Slater. Thanks for being here. Spread the word. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.